Hi everyone, Luke here. I just wanted to take this opportunity while Pete's not around to talk to you about UFOs. You know that I'm interested in UFO sightings, but Peter will not let me talk about them on the podcast. So instead, I'm here to recommend a different show which does discuss extraterrestrial activity and a whole heap of other unexplained paranormal mysteries. I absolutely love it. It's called This Paranormal Life, and it's an award-winning comedy podcast where comedians Rory Powers and Kit Greer inspect different paranormal cases to try and find the truth inside the mystery. Previous episodes investigate things like the Battersea Poltergeist and the Roswell UFO incident. Hey, hey, what are you doing? Sorry. Uh, I'll, leave, I'll leave the studio for like two minutes and you're talking about UFOs again, Luke. I'm actually just recommending to the Luke and Pete Show community to check out This Paranormal Life in case they want some more info about the mysteries, Pete, that you refuse to let me talk about. Mm. Uh, well, look, I, admittedly, I love Rory and I love Kit. They're good fellas. And I think we should leave it to them, the experts. I was actually just listening to St. Patrick's Day episode. And I tell you what, it was a bloody good listen. Apparently St. Patrick, right, he used to battle druids in Wizard Jewels, which is a little bit of rock and roll, isn't it? Uh, do you reckon I would beat uh, St. Patrick to some kind of Wizard Jewel, Luke? Oh, I reckon you could in those trousers, mate. Yeah. Search This Paranormal Life in your podcast app to subscribe and listen now. Please do it so Luke stops talking to me about UFOs. What's that up there? It's a light, you dickhead. It's Thursday. Welcome to the Luke and Pete Show. I'm Pete Donaldson. I am once again joined by Mr. Luke Moore, and we're doing the show for you guys completely free at point of source. Enjoy us. Throw us in the bin. We don't much care. Do give us a five-star review on iTunes. It's very helpful. Imagine how much we'd genuinely be able to charge for this. <laughs> Not exactly. I don't know there'd be many punters queuing up. But listen, we had a really, really <laughs> busy week of downloads this uh, last week. I checked earlier. I was bloody right. surprised. Right. Unbelievable. Well, thank, you Thank, you thank you so much for everyone listening. Um, <laughs> Peter, if it, say, for example, um, someone had listened to Monday's episode and then told mm. a few of their friends, and a few of their friends were listening for the first time today, they just thought, you know what, yeah. we'll listen to the most recent one. What have you got to tell them? Uh, what do you mean? I, I mean, are they coming for particular reasons? No, I just Horse started listening. tips, the Olympics chat? Or... The, what, you got to say, mean... what, what, what can they expect? What have you got to tell them? What, are you going to welcome them along, presumably, and you're going to give them a little bit of a... Uh, a 101 on what to expect. Bought a gaming desk. Oh, good. Carry on. Because <laughs> I, I need a slightly smaller desk. And uh, turns out you cannot buy a, a, like a video gaming desk that doesn't look like you are 15. It doesn't, it doesn't have, it all has neon lights on it. It has integrated mouse pads. What is a video gaming desk? I don't know. <laughs> I just went, I just want a desk that's simple, that will hold my computer. Um, and unless you want those kind of two-tier jobs um, and you want something that will fit like quite a chunky gaming uh, chair, it's my own fault for having a gaming chair and this has dictated all of my choices afterwards. Um, yeah, I've, I've bought a, 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 an affordable uh, yet rather ga- ga- gaudy, I never said to say that word, gaudy, gaudy um, gaming desk. It's, it's quite disgusting. So um, once my studio's finished, I'll, I'll give you a tour um, and maybe we can put some of these videos out because right now, as you can see, Luke, it looks fucking disgusting. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, hopefully you can see. You'll be able to see my new gaming desk. <laughs> it looks like you're going through puberty. Uh, what do you mean? <laughs> Just generally, I've I've come to some sort of agreement with myself that uh, <laughs> I've come to some sort of agreement uh, at the moment where I, if I prepare my hair in a certain way, I can get away with 
just having the long the long locks out rather than wearing a ponytail. I did it other weekend. I was like, you know what? You look a little bit like Noel Edmonds, <laughs> but I reckon you can rock this one. <laughs> I, I mean, for, for if if you're interested, and I'm sure you're not, and I'm sure you'll file this piece mm. of advice wherever you file every other piece of advice I've ever given you since we've known each other, which is fine. I think you look better without the ponytail or bun. Right, right, okay. So I think yeah. I agree I on that point you've just made. I agree with you. Mm. It just takes a lot of uh, a lot of combing and a lot of uh, like hair drying. The whole kind of washing and all that business. It's uh, it's a little bit stressful, a little bit too much. But, but I did it over the weekend. I was like, you know what? I might stick with this. I might, I might have a crack at just having my hair long. I can. So, so interestingly enough. Um, I feel like the, the the age of experimentation on appearance for me is kind of over now. So <laughs> I completely agree. The reason that the reason I feel like that way is because I can remember about three or four years ago, maybe a bit longer actually. I put on quite a lot of weight, and I was quite mortified about it at the time. So I right. went on this. I've just embarked on this kind of fitness thing and just lost a load, mm. lost a load of it, right? And then yeah. because of COVID, I put on quite a bit more weight. Not that much, not not terribly or anything, but like a, a, enough that I would notice. And mm. the thing that surprised me, now I'm in my 41st year, was that I didn't actually care. <laughs> like, yeah. you, yes. know, you know that like you can tell yourself you don't care or that you can kind of pretend that you do care about something. But there's always, like, as, as I've, I've had told to me before, there's like a logical reaction to something, whatever it may be in your life. And there's an emotional reaction to something. And some people's emotional reactions are a lot stronger than others for certain things. But emotional reactions, you can't really... You can't really change it, right? So you can understand that mm. you can feel emotion about something, but you can't really control it, right? Not every, most mm. people can't control the very basic emotion to how they react to something. And I genuinely didn't care. Like, before, I massively yeah. cared, and now I really don't. Mm. And so, to me, with the whole long hair thing, or whether that be, like, trying out a different look, with the exception of formal wear, which I am quite still quite passionate about, I want to look like, at big formal occasions, I kind of want to look my best. Other than that, I, I, I know it sounds pathetic, I know. But I genuinely don't give a shit. I just don't care. I th- I, I think I you know when you, you know people have a bit of a giggle behind their behind their hands when they see um, I don't know an older man with a much younger lady or uh, a ma- an old man driving like a you know a, 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 um, a penis substitute kind of car. Bezos um, and and people so Bezos well, yeah or Bezos fly into the moon in a penis. Um, <laughs> it looked like it, it wasn't the moon, by the way. Um, it was nowhere near as impressive. No, all right, as that. Okay, all right. It was space. I don't know. It's all apparently not necessarily uh, even space. Carry on anyway. Oh really? Is it it's kind debated. Of, it's moved, debated. Do they keep? Do they keep moving? Do they keep moving yeah. the limits? Just to yeah, that'd be brilliant, brilliant if they did. Love it. Love it. This is how we get rid of him and uh, Branson. We just keep on <laughs> pulling it further out and further. This is the Milky Way, yeah. man. Come on. Oh, speaking of <laughs> you, you have got a bit of Branson out. about you actually. Yeah, I'd take that. But I mean, Brand- yeah, like you said about uh, Branson, he's not changed his haircut since the 70s. But um, yeah. I, 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 like, we giggle at like older men who, uh, you know, they, they, they don't seem to realise what they look like. They look like the stereotype. They look like men who are trying to sort of maintain um, a, certain, yeah. a certain look for, for, for too long. Yeah. Um, but you do get to a certain age and you sort of go, even if I fuck about, I don't really care because I'm not in the market for to impress any young people or you know or anyone really. Yeah. I'm enjoying this, so, I'm just so you think so you think it. the mis- and I wish I had that confidence when I was young because I was I would dress stupidly, but I'd always couch it in. I would never go too far. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Imagine if I'd had this confidence when I was 22. But you know, imagine how big my trousers would be. So you so there's a misconception that. People think that older men are doing that to try and try and be relevant or try and impress people, but actually just doing it because they don't give a shit and they're doing what they want. I think. I think so. you're probably right. I, actually, I think so. 
I, I, yeah, it, it's a, it's a worrying uh, realization, but it's and and this can only go badly for me because because look at me. But it's 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 uh, yeah. I just think you just get to a certain point and you sort of go, I don't really care. I've got. I've done everything I've done and I'm going to do everything I'm going to do and you know none of this is going to as long as you're not problematic as long as you're not hurting anyone yeah I agree and and I think there's also (laughs) a lot to be said for the idea I think as well over and above what you're saying there Pete which I agree with that it's actually more tragic to try and dress really young and be cool still than it is just to do Mm. your thing right Yes, yeah, I guess so. I mean, look, and that is why I'm leaving uh, the football ramble. I'm just going to write a video again. <laughs> <laughs> which um, I've always loved and have always been my which, first. Which I've always loved. Always been my first love. Uh, yeah, Can I no, just say, so, um, um, you didn't have a problem with any of that until, until video games were brought it's, in. It's, you kept it's fucking quiet. Listen, fucking a lot of people listening aren't going to give a shit about what we're talking about or even get it. But trust me, right, Pete, you did not care about any of that until it, the two video games came in. You sent a WhatsApp saying, oh, right, it's fucking video games now, is it? <laughs> <laughs> and for those of you don't, uh, who do know yeah. what we're talking about, welcome in. For those who don't, you'll probably better work it out. Um, Pete's, work Pete's it being out. mean about it. other podcasters. That's what he's doing. Yeah. yeah. Mean Pete. But why not? That's me. Why the fuck not, eh? Why the, why the fuck not? He's just doing what he wants to do. Um, yeah, where were we? Olymp- <laughs> oh, we said we were, on Monday, we said, by the way, after the break, I want you to do battery brands this week. Okay. Yes, okay. I'll um, but, oh, that's after the break. Cool. But for the, for the meantime, we promised everyone on Monday we'd talk about Olympics. And I want to know, we need to put a kind of Luke and Pete show spin on this. Mm. I want to, because we know nothing. So I want to know... Yep. If, for example, so say you're in your prime, you mentioned earlier about being 22. So say you're a 22 and mm. someone, I don't know, God came down and said, yeah. you have to compete and qualify fairly for an Olympic event by the time you're 40 or I am going to kill you, right? <laughs> and you have to start <laughs> now. Vengeful God. And I'm going to kill you and everything you hold dear. Every person you like, I'm going to kill. And I'm going to kill you right. last. Unless yeah. you compete legitimately and fairly in an Olympic event by the time you hit your 40th birthday and you've you basically got no choice but to start work straight away. You're I'd, 22, I'd, I'd what'd be, you go I'd for? Be going, I'd, I'd be asking for the New Testament version of that. Okay. Then he would say, do do that, but it's kind of fine if you don't, but the messages are a bit mixed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, pretty much. Just say sorry before yeah. you die. Um, um, I, I, well, it, it would be, I'd be fucked because um, skateboarders are like that's eight years of skateboarding. Didn't somebody win it, won a gold? They were like twelve or thirteen or something yeah. crazy like that. It's insane. The ping pong girl from Iran, I think. Let, She's thirty. Let me stop she you now. Knocked out. She's incredible. There's no way you're getting this skateboarding or ping pong. Like, they're right, both. Right. You have to be fucking so good at. I interviewed the guy who did table tennis. For, for Britain in London 2012. And I went mm. down there and I interviewed the geezer. I think his name was Paul Drinkwater, maybe, right? I right. think he came rank last, right? Yeah. Out of the whole thing. And he was the, by far one of the most impressive, skilled people I've ever seen at anything, right? Yeah. That, is, that is a dot on the horizon to you, Ping Pong. Forget that. You ain't doing that. Look, it, would it be fair to say anything I say? Archery. This question what about will archery? Be... Shooting. Archer, archers are really skilled. Yeah, but I'm just saying you've got 18 to... years to go at it. It doesn't matter if you get older, archery, does it? 
Yeah, but what if I'm? Yeah, but what if I'm like? What if I'm really good at ping pong? What if like I get really good? You might as well be I mean, saying you want to do the lit. fucking marathon. You ain't. It's not. You're not going to win fucking ping. <laughs> so you got to qualify. What I'm saying is, you have to qualify legitimately. So you essentially have to win loads of stuff to get to that point. Right. Right. Okay. Well, you do because otherwise you're not well, going to qualify. I would just put myself every night. I go to bed and I put myself in like a like a mold. You know, like a jelly mold. You know, like there's like a banana mold. Yeah. That you'd like, you like. There's cases you put a banana in, right? Yeah. Um, and and that would make my body curly, right? Naturally, sort of aerodynamic, so that when I fell through the, if I was doing the diving, I could just sort of roll off the the board, and my body would naturally, because of the wind resistance, curl into some interesting uh, shapes, and then drop gracefully into the pool. So I, so I wouldn't even need to work that hard. I could just pop myself in a little jelly mold every day, yeah. and then I'd be a, like, you know, I'd be like a little tortellini or something. Yeah. You know? And it's not that yeah. well thought through. You've had three day, three days thinking about this. I think you've got to go. Look, if I if I bring up now list of Olympic event, right? Yeah. Okay, you're not going to be a footballer. That's not happening, right? I mean, this is Olympic football, so you you, what is, you can have all all. The, you, I, so I, it's I don't objectively have easier, but it's still way out of your out of our day. Yeah, it's a big team, isn't it? I'd yeah. bloody love to see you do boxing. <laughs> <laughs> could you could you maybe do? Um, the problem is the qualification. So what I was the, the original mm. angle I was going to go for was what about a a sport that genuinely isn't popular in Britain, right? So for example, right. handball. No one plays handball. Has anyone ever met anyone who plays oh, handball? Oh, so you would have to right. Okay, so you you would pick a, a, a an unpopular sport that people um that yeah that people. But then you've got uh, to qualify. That's the problem. Yeah, that's the well. Look, we we had we were going to do a short um last year at the Olympics with a gymnast. Um, he didn't make the cut. Like, and so like we were in conversation with him for quite a while. He was in stacked or Stakhanov then uh, offices, um, and he, you know, he was focused for the last four years of his life yeah. on something that was moved a year later, and also he didn't manage to qualify. So it's just like, like to have your entire life focused on one thing. Yeah. As and, and and it's not even a team sport. It's just, you know, well, I guess it is a team sport, but there are very few spots on there um for each for each uh, side. And uh yeah, it did make it like absolutely crushing. I don't know what kind of headspace you could be in um if you didn't make the cut and you worked so bloody hard. Isn't it's, 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 it's isn't it so mad how like at the very extreme so for say for example for a sprinter Presumably, I think I'm right in saying the Olympic goal would be the absolute pinnacle. So they would probably, a lot of them at mm. least, would, would pride that over, say, a world championship goal. And it's mm. every four years, as you say. In this case, it's been five years, obviously. You are essentially bringing down years and years, literally, of training to one 10-second moment, you know, mm. that you've got to execute that's, perfectly. That's worse than any other sport, surely. That's worse than any other, other um, competitive sport. Like yeah. football is ninety minutes. <laughs> I, th- I think someone. I think someone worked out that um, across the entirety of his career, Usain Bolt only competitively raced at the highest level in total for like under twenty minutes. <laughs> that makes sense. It's mad, though, isn't it? Yeah, it didn't it's mad to think about. <laughs> twenty minutes of your life, and that's the thing that defines you. And 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 certainly athletics, and and like it's not a well-paid sport unless you're at the very top, and you can get as many um, sponsorships in. As, oh yeah, as when you're at Usain Bolt's level, like you get paid just to turn up because it makes the event so much bigger. I th- I'm pretty yes, sure a lot yeah. of guys, I'm pretty sure Tiger Woods was being paid. So I know you get like prize money for winning golf tournaments and stuff and getting places. Right. But I'm fairly certain Tiger Woods was being paid just to turn up. 
because oh, it made such a big deal. That's, that's why. That's why. Yeah. This is why, and, and this doesn't happen so much now, but it used to happen. That's why you would sometimes find professional golfers, say twenty years ago, complaining that Tiger Woods was getting all the attention. Tiger was this, and Tiger was that, and it's like, are you being fucking serious? He completely fucking floated the entire sport. The fact that you're getting paid. The yeah. golfers can now be millionaires without ever winning an event. And a massive part of that's because mm. of Tiger Woods and what he did for the sport. And it's not it's a lot better now. And some of it was kind of kind of tinged with a little bit of racism as well. So Yeah, yeah. But it's a lot it's a lot better now. But he was almost like a one man well, he was a one man industry. Right? The 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 amount yeah. of sponsors, the amount of interest, the amount of stuff in golf, a lot of it is essentially just down to Tiger Woods. And so I imagine with mm. someone like Usain Bolt, what he's done for athletics generally has been just seismic like the the, the amount of mm. so, you know what it's like you, you always say this about different stuff but similar principle it, things only really happen when like big people big companies want to get involved and invest their money and lead and try and lead the way right and it'll be the same principle in this case as well yeah definitely and 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 but it i think some people have been very good at their at their spot but you need that little bit of charisma as well, would that mm. be fair to say in, 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 in athletics? Because you need to capture the imagination of the people. You need to capture the imagination of uh, of sponsors. And, and that's how, you know, that that's how the world works. It's sad, but that that's that you need that little bit more. Yeah, one, you need yeah. that little bit. One of the best sports example, one of the best examples in sport for that would be boxing, right? So you mm. get boxers who are amazing, who are undefeated, mm. but they can't pull the crowd because yeah. they, yeah. they just yeah. don't cross over. Then you get, then you'll yeah. get boxers who, Say, for example, Ricky Hatton, who was brilliant. I mean, he only really lost to two all-time greats. Um, but he probably, at that time, wasn't the very best in the world, but he was certainly one of the best. He's a world champion, multiple yeah. world champion, etc. So he's very, very good. He would take 40,000 people to a fight in Vegas. Now, he would sell out mm. for, with people from Manchester at a fight in Vegas because he, people just loved him so much. He had that charisma yeah. because a lot of the time his fights were dramatic and he'd sometimes get... You know, he'd sometimes get in trouble and he'd get hurt and he'd bounce back. And it was a, this whole narrative around him as a boxer was so powerful, count, um, sort of kind of all thrown up, thrown in with his um, charisma that it made him just a massive draw. And not all boxers mm. are like that. So you're right, the charisma thing's a really big part of it. So why, um, it's a large part of the reason why everyone loves, all over the world, loves Maradona, for example. Like, yeah, he's, he's yeah. just, he's just, he's able to cross over with just normal folk and people just absolutely love him. So I've got that going for me. So I reckon, yeah, you definitely <laughs> ping pong, mate. Definitely. Ping pong, yeah. Pete's little ping pong party. I said, you know, I'd enjoy that. I'd enjoy that immensely. Um, shall we take a short break and come back with some uh, Barry Branson's memes and stuff? Yeah, let's do it. I'll see you in a minute. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at MintMobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi everyone, Luke here. I just wanted to take this opportunity while Pete's not around to talk to you about UFOs. You know that I'm interested in UFO sightings, but Peter will not let me talk about them on the podcast. So instead, I'm here to recommend a different show which does discuss extraterrestrial activity and a whole heap of other unexplained paranormal mysteries. I absolutely love it. It's called This Paranormal Life, and it's an award-winning comedy podcast where comedians Rory Powers and Kit Greer inspect different paranormal cases to try and find the truth inside the mystery. Previous episodes investigate things like the Battersea Poltergeist and the Roswell UFO incident. Hey, hey, what are you doing? Sorry. Uh, I'll, leave, I'll leave the studio for like two minutes and you're talking about UFOs again, Luke. I'm actually just recommending to the Luke and Pete Show community to check out This Paranormal Life in case they want some more info about the mysteries, Pete, that you refuse to let me talk about. Mm. Uh, well, look, I, admittedly, I love Rory and I love Kit. They're good fellas and I think we should leave it to them, the experts. I was actually just listening Sorry. to St. Patrick's Day episode and I tell you what, it was a bloody good listen. Apparently St. Patrick, right, he used to battle druids in Wizard Jewels, which is <laughs> a little bit of rock and roll, isn't it? Uh, do you reckon I'd beat uh, St. Patrick to some kind of wizard jewel, Luke? Oh, I reckon you could in those trousers, mate. Yep. Search This Paranormal Life in your podcast app to subscribe and listen now. Please do it so Luke stops talking to me about UFOs. What's that up there? To light, you dickhead. Join me, Jaguar, the host of BBC Introducing Dance on Radio 1 for my brand new podcast, Utopia Talks. It's a reactive platform to discuss issues that my generation care about in dance music culture and the wider world. I'll be talking to some of the biggest names in dance music, including people like Heidi. The lineups do not need to be 99% male-driven. Mm. There's all these interesting new producers and women that are coming through, you know, all sorts. Yeah. It's like women are speaking out now. And the sensational Bless Madonna. 
I feel like literally my entire life has led up to this. This is the first event we've had like this, not just in the UK, but really in the Western Hemisphere. And to be able to be here with all of these people who are so happy is just absolutely the biggest, highest joy of my life. As well as having the meaty conversations I often have with friends that I'd love you to join in with. There's so much new energy coming out of the pandemic and there's so many like new nights and festivals and everyone's really pushing for this new structure where people genuinely don't feel anxious Mm -hmm. about coming to a club night because of the way they look or the way they dress. It's more about everyone in. To me, Utopia is a perfect moment. It's togetherness, it's the future. I want to live in a more inclusive, equal world and I hope this podcast will build a community and help create change. Subscribe now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you like to get your podcasts. New episodes dropping every Wednesday. Welcome to Utopia Talks. Utopia Talks is a stack production and part of the ACAST Creator Network. We're back with Luke Peach Shop Part 2 on a Thursday. Um, we've got some uh, battery brands on the, on the go, on the boil. Uh, Luke, um, Will Blackman uh, emailed in with uh, Duracells. Don't be silly. Did he no. really? <laughs> he did. Yeah, picture excellent. A nine volt Duracell. Great. My favourite Duracell, though. To be fair, love a nine volter. Um, they're a different shape. They're just fun. Um, Ryan B has sent in some Pear Deer Industrial. Um, not a new player. No. Do you want me to search the? Old I've just Luke done it Pete's, for you, mate. Uh, archives. Okay, lovely. First time we saw the Pear Deers was on um, in November mm. twenty eighteen. That's a no from us. Oh, a real, really early. Yeah. Lovely old job. Uh, John Cassidy um, sent in some GM cells. Lukey Moore, have we got GM cells? Are you putting GM cells in um, inverted commas? I don't remember seeing them, and a search mm. earlier brought up no result, so I think I'm going to give them the oh, well, nod. Oh, there you go. They were getting in. They're coming in the uh, Battery Hall of Fame. Well done, John Cassidy. Uh, Rich Cracknell has sent in some Nangrand Extra Heavy Duty. Now, I think we've had Nangrand before, uh, but uh, possibly not. We've had Nangrand. uh, We've had Nangrand. Believe it or not, we had Nangrands on December 6th, 2017. Wow. Really early. When did we start? That was the same year we started. So it's been pretty, pretty... we, we got them in pretty short order. So I'm afraid that um, Rich Cracknell, you are not a new player entering the game, but a special no. mention for Will for sending in Duracells. Did he do that ironically or did he mean that? Well, imagine if we didn't ever have a Duracell. Imagine if... Because a lot of people sort of self-effacingly kind of um, uh, kind of just sort of go over and got Duracells in my uh, remote control or whatever, like, you know, seeing themselves off a little bit. But um, imagine if no one had seriously sort of went, I've got some Duracells well, in my remote. Well, Will, you're, you're a bit behind the curve there because uh, our friend Andrew Jones, friend and listener Andrew Jones, um, sent one, sent an email on November the 8th, 2019, saying... Batteries are just normal Duracells, but you've not had those before. So he's he's ahead of the game. Mm. Same th- thought process as, as you will, but he's beating you to it. Sadly, I'm sorry to say. Yeah, less less silly. I enjoyed the way it was uh, displayed in the email box. Thank you, uh, Will, uh, and well done for JC John Cassidy with his GM cells. Um, should we submit? Yeah, let's do it. All right then. Um, 
we've got uh, a message from Ruben. I think uh, I don't think we've uh, had this one before, but you were talking about the Amazon uh, shop where you just walk in, pick up your um, pick up whatever you want, and then just walk yeah. out, and it just basically debits your uh, Amazon account. You mentioned how you were unsure uh, how the Amazon shops work, says Ruben Velapillai. Uh, basically, you have an app which you scan upon entry. This is linked with your Amazon account, and therefore your card. Uh, there are hundreds of cameras all across the shop. They detect whenever a product is removed, put back, or put somewhere else. Uh, it detects the product and its price, and then it builds up a virtual list of all the products you've taken and adds up the price when you leave the shop. Open up the app and walk out of the door. They'll detect that the app is open and take the total away from your card. Hope this gave you uh, both a, a somewhat better sense of this dystopian future that's becoming a reality. I think they should have just got one of those cardboard cutouts of a policeman you see in Pound Stretcher. Good idea, actually. That would be foolproof. That's more of a deterrent. More. <laughs> how do you feel about this? Because what? Uh, well, how do I feel about the cardboard policeman? I'm, no. I'm dead set against them. I think it makes your shop look twi- uh, cheap. There's one in Wix, and I, I, I cannot fathom why they use it. I didn't even know that was a thing. I thought you were joking. No, in like in in more down. If you you can tell you're in a uh, town centre that's uh, not that moneyed uh, and a bit rough because every single shop will have those cardboard cutout um, policemen, and I, I think it's. It just makes the town look What's shit. What's the point of opinion. it? It makes your shop look shit. It just says, hey, shoplifters, we've taken a picture of a policeman. <laughs> what does it say about me that I've never seen one of these before? Am I only hanging yeah, out in, like, nice in, in, in the royal spa towns? I've, no, I've, I've never heard of this before. Yeah, they're like kind of like life-sized reproductions of policemen. I just always think it looks really cheap and rubbish. And it basically says... We're we're going to prosecute you shoplifters, and there's probably a lot of you around because it's a down at heel. It doesn't town. make any sense because of, because no. every adult I would say in every developed nation on earth knows what a policeman is and looks like. So at yes. no point am I am I sort of walking around a shop vaguely aware of the concept of a police service, but not really sure <laughs> what they do or what they look like. It, it's completely pointless. You might it's, it's, it's basically. A jazzed-up version of one of those signs on the wall that says, smile, you're on CCTV, right? Yeah, or, or when you are um, sometimes around, like, Victoria Station, you'll see, like, a life-size representation of a builder, um, and it'll say, like, please keep my daddy safe by not speeding, or something like yeah. that, or, or it'll be like, wear a hard hat, or yeah. is the defibrillator, or whatever. Um, but, yeah, I, I never understand why they do that. It just looks so shit, and, it, you know, if you're a shoplifter, you probably felt the, the long arm of the law before, yeah. so you probably don't care. You've ever been caught shoplifting, Donny? No, I, I, rem- I remember seeing a lad who's dead now um, in Superdrug, uh, just arm at a, at a right angle, just sweeping as many Gillette rays into his bag as possible. He went, uh, all right, lads, and then walked out, and he was, uh, yeah, he's dead now. Yeah. Um, but he... Um, in an unrelated instance, he was the... He was the sc- no, I don't think he shaved himself yeah. to death. I presume he sold them Painful on a crack. Um, House Bolton. heroin, but um, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's 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 bad. Don't like it. But uh, Amazon, don't mind it. I, I, I do think that's a that's over technifying, over technology. It's a technological solution to um, that would probably be you know you could probably do make do with barcodes. But you'd, I think um, I was listening to a podcast and somebody sort of said uh, about Amazon. Um, they said, like, can they not just chill out? They're just, Amazon are just cut, like, drones and yeah. fucking solutions that we didn't really yeah. need. We've got all of the things that we need, yeah. you know, delivery-wise and stuff. Just calm down. Just have a day. Yeah, I, I, th- <laughs> I think a lot of those stories that come out about Amazon being futuristic are essentially PR spins, right? 
So I'll one day drones are going to deliver oh, yeah. shit to your garden. And obviously that's not going to fucking happen, yeah. but it means everyone's going to talk about Amazon, so that's why they do it, right? Right. Oh, they're going to talk about that story rather than uh, workers pissing in bottles. Yeah. So it's, it's you know, it's, it's that. It's yeah. That, isn't it, really? and, and I, I agree um, with you in, in principle because I think to myself, and this, again, might be the words of an old man, and you might people might be listening thinking, oh, come on, granddad. But the way I see it is this, right? Shops have always had people working in them, right? It's not a bad mm. system, is it? Someone gets a job. No. Someone gets paid. It can always be better. I'm sure it can always be treated better and be paid better. I worked in a shop for many, many years of my life, so I get that, you know. But ultimately, as a system, I don't look at the world's problems and go, that's in the top 50 things that needs to be sorted out, right? If you've got <laughs> Amazon money, right, if you've got, like, mm. so much money that you literally, even if you tried, couldn't spend it in a thousand lifetimes, how are you mm. thinking that's one of the things that needs sorting out? Because it's bigger than that. Because at that point, the problem is bigger. If the problems you can now solve are bigger than that, right? So yeah. why are we yeah. doing that? Like, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it, it makes people feel weird if they're over a certain age, and I get that. And again, it's solving a problem that doesn't really need to be solved. Like, to me, like yeah. there's, there's things that are more important than just endless efficiencies forever. Like as, as I can't remember what it said here, but there's more to life than increasing its speed, right? Let, 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 just mm. let, let people work in a shop if they want to, is what I'm saying. <laughs> if you don't have those people working in a shop, who's going to buy your shit? Yeah. If, you, if, no one can buy, if no one's got a job, no one can buy your shit, Yeah, mate. exactly. Don't worry about There's it. There's no jobs for anyone now, <laughs> so it's super convenient, but sadly no one's got any money, so they can't buy anything. <laughs> It'll just be podcasters it's left, like when, like, won't it? It's like when... It's like when <laughs> oh, it certainly fucking feels that way. <laughs> Um, it, it's um, it's uh, yeah. It's, it's like when um, Republicans like like will have will, they won't like allow like stimulus payments or you know uh, the welfare state and you're like going this every time you've given money to people who need it, it helps the economy. It helps them spend the money. So give them the money and they'll spend it on your shit. Yeah. Give them money for working in your shop and then they'll spend money in your shop. Would you give people? Would you give everyone a million pounds? I'd give it. You know what's cooler than a million pounds? My time. Yeah, I'd give them. I told my you time. doing your coat up when you got shorts on. We established that before. It's, um, it's you, you would, um, you would give everyone a million quid, and mm. that'd be that, right? You know, you can't just keep giving people money. You know, you, you know, you realize like I know I understand your point, but like at the, at the strong end of that, like is ruinous. It's ruinous, right? Man, there has to be a debate I mean, about. Mate, it, is what I'm saying, mate. mate. I just go down the horses. Yeah. I just go down the, just go down the races because I am. I'll tell you what, right? gambling, When I first started making podcasts with you, mm. if someone said to me in 2022, for example, Pete's going to mm. stop doing this with you and he's going to get have a completely new career, what do you think it'll be? Yeah. I think professional gambler would poker. be up at the bottom, <laughs> like actually right at the very bottom, like under under like professional gigolo. It would be so far down the bottom. <laughs> Why do we both go for that at the same time? <laughs> Fuck you, Noah. I don't need your low self-esteem. I don't need my low self-esteem compounded by your insults. That's what this show is, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah, it is. It's just just If someone someone said to someone else, oh, what's the Luca Peach like? They would say, there's a man on it with low self-esteem and another man who is a cunt. That's what they'd say. (laughs) Who also has low self-esteem. That's why he's a cunt. (laughs) Yeah, all right, listen, Peter. Pete Donaldson, let's get out of here. Let's go. Uh, We'll be back on Monday, of course, as we always are. Thank you very much to Chris Freemanian. Thank you very much to Jack, to Tom, uh, and to Lee, and to all these other people who emailed in. We will get to you at some point. I promise you that. we just got a big pile up of emails at the moment. You're all our friends. You're very welcome here. We love you dearly. 
dearly. If you want to email in, it's hello at lukeandpeteshow.com. We would love to hear from you. Tell all your friends. As Pete said on Monday, leave us that sweet five-star review. Perhaps tell us about uh, the Olympic event you'd compete in if you had a chance. All right, that's about it for us. Uh, Say goodbye, Peter. Goodbye. And it's goodbye from me as well. We'll see you next time. The Luke and Pete Show is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. 